my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to think through your post-pandemic small talk. It is possible to have meaningful but not too deep conversations, especially if you think about them a bit ahead of time. Many people who spent the past year working remotely are finally returning to their offices, at least part-time. Even people who have been in their offices are now dealing with more relaxed restrictions. During the worst of the pandemic, different groups of people may have been in the office at different times, with break room lingering discouraged. Now things are more back to normal. And that means more conversations around the coffee pot or water cooler, or while you're waiting for the elevator. And as welcome as that may be, it can also feel a little intimidating. Many of us are just out of practice at small talk. And even if we did a lot of small talk before the pandemic, well, many people don't do it all that well. So here are a few tips. First of all, small talk is supposed to be, well, small. I mean, after all, you are waiting for an elevator. Which means that in general, we want to avoid wading into too deep waters. People have had a variety of experiences in the last year. Many of them have been hard. Illness, losses, financial hardships, relationship stress, anxiety, loneliness. That said, it is also possible that the pandemic gave some of your colleagues an opportunity for rest and renewal, strengthening relationships, or discovering new interests. So how do you invite authentic connection while recognizing that people may be in lots of different places? Practically speaking, try this. Do not ask, how are you? It can be overwhelming to answer in an honest way, and answering fine or worse, busy, doesn't really reconnect you and your colleague. Instead, try asking questions that are focused yet meaningful. What has this first week back at work been like for you? What would you like me to know about your life since we last saw each other? How are you doing this morning? Which is a more manageable question to answer than the bigger, how are you? It is also helpful to realize that you don't have to bring the pandemic into every conversation. Small talk serves to help us establish common ground or share information. So you could ask, 
have you read anything interesting recently? Or what are you looking forward to this summer? Ask about something you know your colleague is interested in, like whether he is coaching his kid's softball team again this year, or how her garden is doing. Whether she's seen A Quiet Place too, if you know she liked the first movie. Aim for conversation topics that let you connect in meaningful ways, but that aren't so intense that they require an hour-long debrief to do them justice. Again, we are waiting for the elevator. It can also be okay and sometimes helpful to acknowledge that small talk feels weird after a year apart. I am grateful to be interacting person, but finding it a little strange. What about you? If your companion is feeling that way too, you can laugh about it together. Or maybe the person isn't. And hopefully she will step up and lead the conversation. And you can follow along. Of course, in addition to thinking about questions to ask your colleagues, you should recognize that you are going to be asked these questions too. So be ready with a few things that you want to share. Ponder some good anecdotes. Yep, you can come up with these ahead of time. Personal enough to be relationship building, but no need to bare your soul. Maybe you could describe a new hobby you've taken up and a funny thing that happened with that. A book you've read or how you're enjoying evening walks with your family and something you saw the other night. If it's been a really rough year, you could say that, but then pivot to a new topic. I'm thankful that things are stabilizing. I'm really looking forward to time outdoors this summer. Have you been to the park down the street since they installed the new sculptures? And then you're on to talking about that. So today, ponder how you might answer the inevitable how are you question in an interesting way and what questions other than how are you you might ask your colleagues. By connecting in meaningful but not too intense ways, we can renew our relationships with our coworkers and pave the way for collaboration in the future. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.